Welcome to episode 50 of Real Estate Chat with Jason Z. I'm Jason Zwalik of the Zwalik Group with First Team and Christie's International Real Estate. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, going to change things up a little bit this week. I did a video on AB1482, which is the California rent control bill that was introduced and started on January 1st, 2020. So here is the audio from that video. We hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, happy Monday. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Uh, Jason Zawalik here of the Zawalik Group with First Team and Christie's International Real Estate. I want to take a minute today to talk to all of my investors out there. So whether you're thinking of buying a house, an investment property, or you own some investment property, this is something you're really gonna wanna listen to and uh, take some notes if you need to, but you really need to understand what happened as of January 1st. So January 1st, 2020, AB 1482 came into play. And what this is, is the California Rent Control Bill. And they really brought this in uh, to combat uh, rising prices uh, of homes, rising rent prices and evictions and homelessness. So they're really trying to do it because we all know we have a housing crisis here in California and they're really doing everything they can to combat this. So this is one way that they're doing that. So what I, what we did is we have five questions here that we think are um, gonna be important questions that people are really gonna ask. Whether you're a landlord or you're a tenant, these questions are really gonna be important. So I have a copy of this, so I will make this available. Uh, I'll put it in a link, um, or if you wanna send me a message, I can send it to you directly um, so that you have this on file so that you can refer to it whenever you need to. But what I thought I would do today is just go through these questions and answer them, um, talk about them, and then we can uh, go from there. So I'm not gonna jump right in. Let's look at question number one. Question number one, what is the rent cap allowed by the bill? So the maximum increase within a 12 month period is 5% plus inflation as measured by the consumer price index, which is the CPI or 10%, whichever low, whichever is lower. Okay. So that's what that is right now. I believe it's at 8.3%. So that's the max amount allowed for that rent increase. Okay. So you might be wondering what's the CPI? What is the consumer price index? Where does that number come from? So let's, let's answer that question next. So what is the consumer price index? So the applicable CPI is either the regional CPI as published by the U S Bureau of Statistics, or if there is no regional index available, the California CPI for all consumers, for all items, as determined by the California Department of Industrial Relations. That's a mouthful, okay? But essentially what it is, is they're coming up with these numbers of, to show what that inflation number is. And so, and that's gonna be capped. And that's what is gonna help cap these rents. So you have to really uh, be aware of that, what that number is, so that um, you're not in violation of this bill, okay? So the next question is, can a landlord raise the rent beyond the cap after a tenant moves out and the unit is vacant? Okay, so the answer is yes, they can. 
Okay, once once the tenant tenant has moved out and the the unit is vacant, that landlord can raise the rent beyond that 8.3%, and there's no issues. However, the landlord cannot evict a tenant to do that okay so they can't say hey you know what your lease is coming up we're not renewing your lease or whatever and we're raising your rent we're gonna get we're gonna basically evict you and then we're going to raise your rent to um beyond that 8.3 percent and then bring you back that's not allowed so they are allowed to do that if the unit is vacant and the tenant moves out okay but you can't be evicted for that purpose so may, hopefully that makes sense Let's look at the next question. Question number four. What if my rent was increased in 2019? And this is a great question. So if your rent has increased more than 8.3% between March 15th and uh, January 1st of 2020, March 15th of 2019 and January 1st of 2020, your rent may go down. Okay, so starting on January 1st, 2020, your rent reduces to your rent on 3.15, March 15th, plus 8.3%. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. So say you have your rent, your rent on, on March 15th was X amount of dollars and it was increased 10% last year. Okay, um, so it went up to, went up that full 10%. Well, on Jan as of January 24th, uh, first 2020, your rent needs to go back to that original amount that it was on the on the 15th of March, plus 8.3%. So in general, your rent would come down 1.7% in, in, in that scenario. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. So if, if you did get a rent increase or as a landlord, if you did increase your rent, then you need to really um, look, check your numbers and make sure that you are in compliance with this law. Um, we just don't want anybody to get into any trouble and, uh, and, and land themselves in court because of this. So let's, um, let's uh, take care of this now. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to go over some of this stuff, okay? So also if your rent increases less than 8.3% uh, between March 15th and um, 2019 and, and January 1st, 2020, your rent will stay the same. And they, there can be two more increases before March 15th, 2020, not to exceed 8.3% above your March 15th, 2019 rent. So essentially the bottom line is the max that your rent can go up um, from March 15th, 2019 it is 8.3%. That, that, that makes things easier. If it went up higher more than that, then it can it can um, it, it will come should come down, and if it didn't go up that much, then over the course of the next couple months until March fifteenth of twenty twenty, you may see two more rent increases that are legal to get you up to that eight point three percent. So let's use an example: March fifteenth, your rent was uh, one thousand dollars a month, and they it went up fifty dollars a month. Okay, so when it went up five percent. Um, in that in that time so now between now and March 15th of 2020 your the landlord can increase that uh, rent two more times and can in increase it to a max of 
$1,083 or 8.3%. So your rent can go up $33 more. That's in our scenario here. Um, I don't know if you can find rent for $1,000 here in California, but hey, you know what? Let's just use that scenario for fun, right? So so that, that kind of explains what happens if your rent has gone up. So let's uh, look at the final question. And this one is um, a really great one and it brings up some, to light some things that need to be done by you as a landlord. So how does a renter know if they are covered by AB 1482? So a renter in a single family home, and that's really what we're talking about here because a lot of the people that we deal with, a lot of you out there, they live in, they have single family homes that they're renting out. We have a couple that we are actually our landlords for. We, we own a couple of rentals ourselves. Um, so that this is where that's coming, coming to for, for you. So um, is covered by the rent cap and and the just cause for eviction requirement if the home is owned by a corporation or a real estate investment trust okay if it's not owned by a corporation or if it's not owned by a real estate investment trust not a private trust but a real estate investment trust then um it does not apply ab 1482 does not apply to you okay that's really important Okay, so you have to understand that some people have their rentals in corporations to protect them but if they are if you, it is in a corporation or an LLC um, you definitely want to um, look into that because that is where the rent control bill does come into play okay if it's just privately owned it's under your name it's under your family trust or whatever not under a real estate investment trust then AB 1482 does not apply however there is a caveat and this is something that is extremely important and I want to get this all out to our investors right now. Okay, everybody's looking at me. All right, let's get this. If you, your home, your investment property does not uh, be affected by AB 1482. So 1482 does not apply to your home. You have to let your tenants know in writing that it does not apply. Okay, and you have to do so, and if you don't, then it does apply. Okay, so just what I would do, send out a letter, email, whatever way you wanna do so that you have um, uh, proof that you did send this to them and let them know that, hey, AB, just so you know, pursuant to, to the new law, um, AB 1482, um, your, our home does not apply to the the bill does not apply to our home right something something along those along those lines so uh, i think that's really important and i think a lot of landlords need to know that so so hopefully this has answered some of your questions like i said we've got a great sheet here a great form outlines the questions that i talked about today i think it's a uh, this is very important to have in your files just so you know what it's about so let me know if you want one hit the hit, hit the comments below um, I will send this over to you. Uh, also, um, I'll post it in the link on, on YouTube. It'll be in the, uh, there'll be a link to a copy of this. So check it out. Uh, other than that, I hope you guys all have a great week. Um, I love our investors out there. Keep investing. Great way to build wealth is through real estate. So um, have a fantastic week this week. And until next time, take care, everybody.
Thanks again for listening to this episode of Real Estate Chat with Jason Z. If you found this informative, give us a like and share us out to your network. The goal here is to educate as many people as possible about real estate and everything related. Hope you guys all have a great week. And until next time, take care, everyone.